Welcome to Exploring the Mystical Side of Life with your host, Michelle Aubin and Linda Lang. Hi, this is Linda Lang from ThoughtChange.com, and I'm here today with Angela Delgren. Angela is a spiritual mind-body coach who could be described as a spiritual navigator. Welcome, Angela. Thank you. Glad to be here. So one of the things that Angela works with is the soul contract, and it's a really fascinating topic. Every person born here on the earth plane has a soul contract, and I'm wondering if you could give us just a little bit of basic information, Angela. Sure. So before the soul decides to come and incarnate back on the emotional earth plane, um, they come up with a name which will create the vibration that they wish to use to bring about the lessons that they've chosen to work with in this coming incarnation. And I say create the vibration because the letters of the name that they choose are transposed into numeric values and using the ancient Hebrew language, which is rooted in the Sefer Yetzirah, they are mapped around the Star of David at certain key points. And these key points highlight the karmic work that we need to do in this life, the talents that we have to aid that process, and the goals that we are aiming to achieve. And that works in a physical sense in the material world, which plays out until we're about, say, around 35. And then the upper triangle forms the spiritual aspect of our life. And all of these points feed into what becomes the soul destiny. And that gives you the picture of why we are here in this particular lifetime. So it's quite a bit different than numerology. Um, I guess so, yes. There's much more to be seen about how these numbers play out because the karmic values carry a lot of the lesson aspects of those particular energies. The talent position of each uh, triangle will carry just 10% of the karmic energy, which then, once it's broken through, you activate the talents. Now, the goal aspect, which is the third point on both triangles, that will have 30%, again, of the karmic values, which means there is a degree of the lessons chosen for this lifetime in each point. And so you don't just take this walk around the circuit and think, okay, tick that one. It doesn't quite work that way. It's possible that sometimes you may think you've worked through a karmic lesson only to find yourself back there again, again, and again at certain times of the life. This is because we have to work through all of the elements of that lesson and not just the top layer. And that is something you can determine through the birth name. It is, yes. And if a person changes their name through their lifetime, does that uh -huh. affect their contract? Yes, it does. You may find that when you compare the overlay names, this is the term that's used, that it will signify quite a change in the energies that one attracts from that point where the name has changed. And also, it may relate more to the different types of people we attract to us because we've changed those energies. But the bulk of the name, 70% of the influence is always derived from the birth name. 
and the overlay name tends to form a more positive effect. So they're not read in the same way. That's actually really amazing. What happens if that birth name is a different language and they have different alphabet? If somebody from another country contacts me, uh, I have to ask them to record them saying their birth name slowly so that I can hear each phonetic element of that name. And then you have to break down the phonetics and spell them out because each variation of a letter will change the energy of the name that's brought in, the energy that one chooses for this lifetime. So sound is involved. Sound is key, yeah. As they say, sound is creation. So they do. So I think that's absolutely fascinating. So it's really important, that birth name. Yes, I was quite puzzled. One of the ladies on my course, I noticed because I spot omissions, that's one of my things. And I noticed that her first name had been spelled incorrectly. They'd missed out an E. And so I put, picked this up with the teacher. I said, oh, you've missed an E out there. He said, no, no, the birth certificate name was actually spelled incorrectly at the time, but there are no accidents. He said that created a slight variation in the energy that she attracts. Yeah. And he said, and that's correct for her. So it, it really is trust, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. When people um, struggle to take on board some of the messages in their soul contract reading, it's often because they've interpreted it or not heard it correctly and not understood the message that's actually being conveyed. So what we often say is play the recording back another three or four times. And usually the message then filters through and they say, it's okay, I've got it now. You know, I really have to laugh, Angela, because after I had my second baby and for a week we called him Nicholas and it just didn't fit. It just didn't fit. So we changed his name. Thankfully, we hadn't sent in the paperwork for our birth certificate. So I have a beautiful Michael now and that fits him perfectly. Yeah, that's, that's quite a different feeling with this, isn't it? Oh, definitely. So is it just the first name or is it the whole complete name? That It's you... the whole complete name. So, uh, for instance, in America, you have a lot of youngsters who may have taken on the name of their father. So they become junior. So when you map out the name, you actually spell out in full the name junior. And what that child often does is continues to carry the energies of the father with him. So Which that's tough. may or that's may not be a good thing, right? Exactly, exactly. Oh. So you have to trust the energies or the feeling that we have about that name. My first son, when he was nine, he said to me, Mom, I don't like my name. Can I change it? And I said to him, okay, I'm hearing what you're saying and I haven't forgotten but let's look at this a bit later. And when he was 11, he changed all of his name because he just happened to be moving school at the same time and all went well until his little brother joined him at the same school and brothers being what they are, he told all the children there. Not a great time for my oldest son, but you know, he got through it. I think the power of the name and the spoken word is absolutely fascinating. Now you've mentioned that you can learn karma. You can learn soul gifts and the goal or the purpose of this life. Soul, 
the goal, yes, but they all play into the soul destiny. And that's not just for this lifetime or that is? No, that is just for this lifetime, yes. So the soul contract forms the trajectory of growth for this lifetime, your growth potential. Now, not everybody achieves that. You know, some people do get blocked and hung up part way, and they may choose that they not, don't want to go any further, and that's fine. However, if they do want to go further and want to overcome this block but don't know how to do it, name optimization can help to get around that. And so what do you mean by name optimization? Changing your name by choice to create energies that would actually support your goal. So in a very focused and conscious way, so you know what your goal is, you know what you want to achieve, but you don't know how to get there. And you, you are very aware of these blocks that you keep on hitting and tripping over. So what you can do, for instance, if you have um, a talent energy that's not strong enough to take you through from the karmic elements to the goal, then what you can do is um, tweak the name, tweak the sound of the name to bring up a stronger talent position to, that will take you through to the goal. I understand. I have a friend yeah. who's first, she's German. Her first name is usually pronounced Mika, but she's changed it to Micah. Yeah. And she has taken on a different kind of persona, more strength. Nicknames can actually undermine your energy because you will resonate or vibrate at the name that's on all your official documentation, the name you are officially known as. If you take on a nickname, which is uh, an abbreviation of your full name, you're distorting the sound and you're only using part of the energy. So rather than have a nickname, it, it's actually better to optimize the name and use all of the sound vibration to achieve what you choose. Fantastic. That's a really good tip. Mm. And it can be used for business names too. That's interesting. That's very interesting because, of course, a business has its own morphogenic field. Yes. So you can do a soul contract for a business? What you do is you can choose a business name that resonates with your own energy. Or, for instance, with the energy of a couple of partners. So you might find if you've got two partners working together that one, well, they both have particular talents. So you would want to ideally use the energies of both of those people, their talent energies to bring into the business. And that would really make it strike a chord with any who are attracted to it. So I'm curious, have you ever done a reading with someone who couldn't relate to their purpose? Yes, I have. Yes, I have, because part of my design is actually to choose challenges to work with. So I will always strike out for the next mountain rather than down to the beach. And yeah, one of my case studies was somebody who was one of the most difficult energies. And boy, is it a tough lesson. But she just had to say, I'm not ready to work with that. And that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. What would the benefit be of having a soul contract reading? Confidence of knowing that you're on the right path. Knowing if you need to make any adjustments. Making you aware of whether you want to achieve your goals. You know, how much fire do you have in your belly? What is it you want from life? 
bringing up your values in a kind of a stark way, but just mapping out what you've chosen to bring in and then working out, asking yourself, I guess, how much of this do I really want to tackle? Do I want to go for it? Because I think it's a valid question. I think sometimes we bite off more than we can chew. And once we actually get down here in the life experience, we're like, oh my goodness, what was I thinking? Yeah, I agree. I agree. But I think knowing that we can get the support that we need when we need it is a big part. And when I look at some of these designs that people have chosen, some are very hidden away and some have chosen this isolated way of being. But don't forget that's a perception and that we can actually change that. And once people stop feeling isolated, then they actually find the concept of moving forward much easier. No man is an island. That's true. Yeah. Wow. It's so, so, so interesting. I'm just fascinated with the whole idea, actually, and how something as simple as pronunciation yeah. or what name you're known as can affect your vibration. Absolutely. Absolutely. One of the strongest energies is derived from the dragon energy. And apart from being quite a fiery, difficult to hold energy, it can power people through a lot of stuff. But because it holds the energy of power, it can mean that sometimes in the, in the wrong position, the karmic position, people either have their power taken away from them in childhood or they give it away. So then their challenge in life would be to get it back and to use it with integrity. That is one of the biggest challenges in life. When you think about the society that we live in and how people misuse power, it's a big lesson. Humility is not something that you hear every day of the week, is it? No, it's not. I'd just like to sit with that for a moment, Angela, because I think that's something that we really need more of in yeah. the world. You can be a master of your own universe or your modality or your gift but you also need to have respect for every other soul here. Really. Yes. Yeah. And a lot of that comes from accepting ourselves. Definitely. And I would suspect that having a soul contract understanding would really help. Yes, it does. Yes. And also you mentioned it highlights gifts. So if you have a gift that you're not even aware of. Yeah, you can have a gift you know you have but perhaps not be using it to the best of your ability for instance like the gift of creativity you may have 101 ideas pouring into your head every day but they simply become a distraction because you fail to act on any one of them and then what happens is they they will drain your energy away just because of all this mental distraction instead of focusing on a couple and bringing those to fruition and you know, applying a wee bit of mental discipline to yourself to just pace yourself and focus. That's the, the difficulty, to focus. As something most people need to remember how to do these days. I think that's a bit, something to do with speed, you know, the way that we approach life. So the more you slow down, the more you can select carefully what the next step is and to be kind to yourself. 
well, it's so much easier to kind of tune in to the energy of something if you give yourself that space to really connect with it and decide you'll make much better decisions if you take life that way. Yeah, absolutely. I'd like to know just a little teeny weeny bit more about karma. Okay, well, uh, is there anything in particular you need to know about karma? I'm, I'm certainly no expert. I, I'm an expert in bringing lessons to the table, maybe. You could say that. Well, um, your, your soul anything. contract, your soul contract mm -hmm. will highlight your karma, correct? Yeah. What kind of things? Okay. It might be a fear of speaking your truth. So you misuse power that way. It might be that you're in dreamland and dogged by indecision. And then you use your control in a different way that's not going to be fruitful for anybody. You might be resistant to power and stuck in victim consciousness, have no boundaries, might have a lack of structure, feel lost, and be stuck in a life or death situation quite often, or have those events drawn to you so that every time you have this shock to your system, you're then thrust into a growth spurt. So karmic issues are generally blocks of some nature. As compared to kind of retribution. Yeah, no, it's not about that. You know, there's no hair shirt, there's no flailing of birch twigs or anything like that. It's about what are these lessons? Because they're always um, in such a form that you can tackle them internally. So it's about how you perceive things and then how you act upon those perceptions. So there are actually patterns that follow you through your life? Yes, yes. So for instance, if somebody had um, one or more lifetimes misusing power, then they may come into this lifetime and choose a direction where they have their power taken away from them. And then they spend several decades trying to get it back, during which time they may suffer quite a lot in one way or another. Once they've decided to take their power back, they've learned then the extremes of that spectrum from a total lack of power to having too much power and what it means. And they will know that they have to use that power with great integrity. Yes, it will definitely expand their perspective. So all of these aspects are on like a sliding scale. And what the soul often does, you see, it tries to experience every point along that sliding scale so that it has sampled all of those experiences. That is how the soul grows. That is how the soul grows. You know, my guys have often told me it's about the experience, not about mm -hmm. the end goal. Exactly, exactly. The, the old-fashioned weighing scales where you'd actually have a metal bar with different sides of weights that you slide along to work out how heavy you were or whatever big thing you were weighing. That is exactly how these things work. I think it would be fantastic to have a soul contract reading done. So I really would like to thank you for being our guest here this week on exploring the mystical side of life. Angela, oh. would you like to share your contact information or your website? Sure. My website is in-form.co.uk and all my contact details are on the website and any offers that are around may be on there too. I'm always updating my website so it's fairly current just 
share and enjoy. Fantastic. Thank you again for being our guest. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation. If you like this episode, please subscribe, like, comment, or share. Bye for now.